Do you feel you're being pulled in different directions? You can't find a place between the rhetoric and all those competing voices. You don't know where to turn. Don't know what to trust. Or you just want to hear a lively discussion about relevant issues without picking sides or all the mudslinging. Well, welcome to the Rock Pile. Join us at Lewis and Oma as we talk about faith, culture, and a bunch of other messy subjects. You can agree or disagree. It'll be lively, likely messy, but we hope interesting. Come on. Come on our journey to understand. No rock throwing, just a rock pile. Welcome. Welcome. This is episode nine, nine episode of season two. two season two. Sorry. Of the rock pile. Of the rock pile. That's yes. Right. And uh, we hope you had a great holiday. Yes. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. And so we thought we'd stop in and start by actually restating what the purpose of the rock pile is. We like to do that every so often. That's right. Because we want people to understand what we're trying to do. <laughs> right. right. Because you can go out and spend your time looking on the internet or social media and you'll hear the same things over and over and over again. And yeah. And that's not what we want. We wanted to give an overview and some historical content yeah. into what is really going on right now. And the things of how we got here. Yes. Or- because it will change our perspective because it has ours. Well, yes. And it wants, you want to be able to say, well, how do we get where we are in a you know, kind of a narrative without having to read, you know, 85 books to do it? <laughs> right. Although I'm doing lots of reading and so are you. Yes. Um, just in order to get a perspective of, you know, when people say a certain things, you go read and pull some journal articles or you go look and do your own research and you can find all kinds of things. Yes. But we're going to actually provide. The links to them. The links and a lot of this information. Right. And so you don't have to read it all, but you have, it is a resource. That's right. And that's the thing. Once you find the resource and save those resources, then when people are talking, you have a place to go to, to at least try to find something about that subject. Yeah. Give, give yourself some kind of a content in order so that you can better understand what the real objective of what they're trying to say and do. Right. So let's, you know, we wrote some words down or wrote some things down about, um, you know, what we wanted to talk about, you know, the whys, what's, where's, and how And to. the hows, right. absolutely. So if you think yourself as a kind of investigative reporter. As a regular person. So what would we do if we're trying to do investigating reporting? Well, it wouldn't be, you're not trying to be a quote unquote investigative reporter. You're just one of use those tools that you would think if you're taking a class in journalism before it changed its function nowadays, back in the day, you'd ask those simple questions, who, what, when, and where, maybe how. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we talked, you know, a couple episodes back about, you know, timing. Why now? And let me give you an example. Good. So we just had an, an election. Everybody knows that. And in that election, the house flipped from, Democrat to Republican. Yes. This was small, yes. small majority. The House did. Yeah. The House did. The Senate is still Democrat. And you still have a Democrat president. So the current administration is now talking about gun, gun control. Well, now you say, why now? Two weeks ago, you controlled both the House, the Senate, and the, and the executive branch. Congress and the executive branch, two of those. Even in spite of the Heller decision, you still had two of those. And you didn't do it then. 
Yes, that what, makes you wonder. Why now? Why what now? makes you think you have a better chance with a Republican-held Congress, uh, lower house, the right. House of Representative, which is different than what you had before? What is your chance? You don't have a chance. Well, you, you could, but what's the likelihood that the people that are going, have the new ones coming there, are going to align themselves with doing what you want? Well, is it going to be greater now than it was then? No. no. One could argue just looking at the thing, if you, even if you don't know what, the, or what doesn't matter what position you hold. So it's all about? It's all about the narrative. That's They're, right. And they want to blame somebody. And so yes. here's how this works. So then they say, we're going to do uh, whatever, take, uh, take action yeah. on uh, yeah, guns, guns, right? Which is what they're arguing. And the Republicans don't want to do that. Well, then who do you blame for all this stuff going on around the, uh, the country? You're going to blame the Republicans. That's what this is. What all this is about. It's it about is. blaming somebody for what you can't or won't do. And so that way it makes you look better. Makes you vilified. Yes. And I've got a sec. We're going to talk about this. The love for having a villain. And yes. that's we're going to cover that in a minute. And, and it's really interesting. Just ask yourself. Everybody wants and needs a villain. Well, you know, life is just plain busy. It yes. just is. Because you're, you're working, you're doing and dealing with family, whatever it is. Now, to take extra time to understand what we're hearing on the news and different things that are coming up, that's, that's not that easy. No, it's not. But, you know, the average person spends a lot of time on their cell phone and on the Internet and on social media. And most of the social media is not necessarily geared towards gathering information as much as it's really entertainment. Oh, yeah, it is. Right. So if you're- It's to distract. Yes. And yes. The, the, here's the thing. They know you're distracted. They being- They're trying to, the to distract The person who's you. pushing the narrative. Yes. And you say, well, you, you sound kind of like there's something out there. Well, once we start to show you these links and you start investing, you'll realize that over the centuries, yes. there's a group of people, ourselves, they called and have called and, and consider us- uneducated, yeah. don't have the ability to understand and that they, we, the vulgar, they, call, they called it. Um, Which we hear today as deplorables. Basket of deplorables. Some, right. some vulgar term about individuals who plainly or, or in their minds, they are being the people who believe they have the information and that we need help because we can't comprehend yes. what they're saying or doing. We're too simple or yes. too just. You you name the descriptor. They believe that they being superior, the scientific slash expert slash philosophers philosophers of the age, the elites, call yes. them whatever you like. Yeah, and there's been terms been used over the centuries. Uh, you know, uh, proletariat. You talk about division of classes. You can pick whatever term that's been used throughout history. These agendas. These agendas. The whole point is to feed you information that they know will elicit responses. And we've talked about this before. That's right. Okay. So let's take this down from the 40,000 to just something real that we experience okay. even now. So you see a, a lot of the people who are going to take over the House of Representatives talk about impeachment. You've seen that in the news, impeachment, investigations, yeah. et cetera. Okay. A lot of boasting going on. A lot, a lot of boasting. Well, because here's the reason why it's boasting. In order to get an impeachment, you have to have a majority in the House, which only takes 218. That's an easy, that's, you can slide that under. You, you, you know you have that. 
if you can get all 218 of your your contingency of Republicans right. to vote for you. Let's say you do that. It takes it over to the Senate where they do the investigation. How many do you need over there? Two-thirds. What's two-thirds of 100? 66. Well, the Democrats hold right now 50-50, likely going to be 51-49. So that means the Republicans, in order to get a conviction to impeach somebody, you'd have to have 15 or 16 Democrats come over to your side. And what's the likelihood of that? What's the likelihood of that? So, so you see one person asking the Department of Homeland Security to resign or be impeached. Right. The person tells him, no. Why? Because he knows the likelihood of you doing that is very, 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 very small. Slim. Because they've already yeah. canvassed all the people on their side and they realize that you, the, the Republicans in the House and in the Senate would not have the votes for it. That's what I think is going on. It could mm-hmm. change based on the information. So- when but people, there's a reason right. they do this. Right. There's a reason they're doing this. They want you to think they're doing something. That's right. But they don't think you know what it takes to get an impeachment. And likely you may not. And because of that, and there are people, I see it on social media, and people respond or have a question. They don't realize that, oh, they're going to impeach him. That's not a guarantee. No. That's just, you can go through the process and make them look bad. Yeah. But that doesn't mean they're going anywhere. Yeah. Well, Okay, you can say impeachment. I'm going to impeach this person. I'm going to impeach the president. I'm going to impeach all. Unless you have some offense that you can prove in the Senate to 66 senators who will vote for it, you're not going to get it. You might get them to resign, but if they don't want to, they're not going to. Right. And the right. and the current president who is aligned with the party that controls the Senate, guess what? He's not going to not do gonna it. Not going to do it. And so you need you need to understand that when you hear that, what's the likelihood? So what can we do? What would be the answer to that? Well, one of the things that people need, to, well, we, including myself, need to understand that what's the thing we need to do or can practically do? Yes. We may not be able to impeach them, right? But we can keep things from getting passed that would have gotten passed two weeks ago. So anything and everything, it's 218, 220 against every single time. Yeah. Don't give them a quorum. Don't show up. You just like use their term, resist. And you keep resisting until such time as they have to come to the table and negotiate. And then you try to get some things that you want. So you're basically stalling. Well, yeah. 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 Well, this is lame duck. It's what it is. You're going to stall. You have to stall to you. Otherwise, what are you going to do? Capitulate? Give them everything you want? No. It's like a spoiled child in the middle of the store wanting pizza. Throw themselves yeah. on the ground. Throw a temper tantrum. We see it all the time. Right. We've seen it in Two years ago and all these riots broke out. What is yeah. that? Spoiled children and no one told them no. So what do they do? They tear things up. Yeah. And then they say, I'm going to keep tearing stuff up until you give me what I want. Well, guess what? They gave them what they wanted. Yes. Right. So so you, I've left some uh, journal articles and really just got to read the, the information, the first of the journal article. Even just the synopsis will give you that's quite a you, bit. You want the there abstract. You, you read yeah. the abstract. You've pretty yeah. much read the abstract. The basic introduction and the conclusion. Yeah. And you've got the answer. And you've got it. They'll tell you the answer. So just breeze through it. There's going to be sites where you can go to the actual government sites that explains this. Yes. And so you can sit down and then within 15 minutes, you'll understand the process. Yes. You don't have to know it in detail. You just have to say, no, they're not going to get that done. So if we can't get them impeached and right. you, you, you basically say, I'm not going to, I'm going to resist. 
And then you just investigate everything that everybody wants to know and open that box and just keep opening it and opening it and opening it. And eventually they're going to come to the table because whatever they don't want you to hear or whatever they don't want you to see, yes, but they're needs hiding. To be brought to light, bring right. the light, shine the light, tell everybody where all this stuff's going. Look at every laptop you could hand, do everything you could possibly do to throw it out there, put it on the social media, get on that Twitter yeah. and find out what they've been doing. Talk about the government doing this. Just keep bringing it out, throwing that laundry out there. Pretty soon, everybody's going to start to realize this is smelling. And guess what? People are going to start coming to the table to talk because yeah, once you get them over the barrel, it's going to be fun to watch them you know, scream. So if we're, you, Yeah, go, we're going to talk about progressivism. Well, we're going to, we're going to talk about progressivism and radical liberalism in future episodes. Right. Because what we're going to do is we're going to start talking about how we got, how we got here, how we got here, how they got us here. Uh They being the progressives, liberals, radical liberal. Over centuries. Oh yes. It's been since. It's really truly has. And you're going to start with a person. Through uh, executive orders, through. Well, well, we're going to go back in history. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to start with people like Machiavelli. And you think, what, like what does he got to do? What's with he got to do with? Well, we'll show you. <laughs> yes. Machiavelli. Mm-hmm. Here's some names for you: Machiavelli, Hobbes, Spinoza, um, Rousseau. We're going to Locke, Mills, um, and then we're going to come into the mo- this 20th modern century age. Yes. modern age. We're going to talk about some of those. Yeah, we're going to. And we're not going to go like really deep. No. We're just going to give you a little synopsis of how this all kind of strings together. Right, and that's going to be over a few episodes as topics arise, but. You know, just so people understand, you know, where this is coming from. We're not yeah. just making this up and say, oh, let's just create some sort of a conspiracy theory. No, we're just no. trying to say here. We're is, just connecting the dots. We're trying to connect this, the dots. Yes. And people will disagree. And that's okay. Like, that's all right. This is messy. But- we told you it was messy when you came. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So let's talk about, you know, part of the thing is when we talk about progressive in the future, we've talked about it in the past. You you know, one of the things is an eye opener is, is I've put a link on the in the comments or this, you know, the notes section yes. and go in there and look at how many um, administrative agencies exist today. Oh, you'll be shocked. I you, was, you'll be shocked. You can't even scroll through them and recognize that these executive aid, these administrative agencies are created by legislation. They're completed by executive other orders. E- executive order and they're, and, they're and start, by themselves and by themselves. Yeah. And so you get a sense. And I left a, a small little article. It says, how that works. Yeah. And so that way, you know, when they say these certain agencies, when they say, Hey, how do we get rid of this agency? You know, some of them just a pen stroke on executive order yeah, because they're created that way. They can take them down. Legislatures can not yeah. fund them. Yes. They can that would be a big way of doing it. That's probably the easiest way. Yes. Or they could just abolish them altogether or they can organize them, reorganize them. And that, um, that's been Nixon, tried before. Nixon tried to do that yeah. before and, and that didn't work out so well for him. Among other things, but that was one of the things he was trying to do. And there were some other presidents to try to do that too. And it, uh, it didn't work out. No, so it didn't work out for them. And, and so, you know, and also you can go, there's a link there and you can look at the executive orders that you find that people are talking about. So when um, these, uh, the president signs an executive order, you can go there, find it. It's published. So you can yeah. find out what it actually says. It's what out it actually there. does. Yeah. And, and then, you know, recognize that, then the Congress has an opportunity to deal with that executive order in a way that if you had all three, all three branches, well, not three branches, but the House, the Senate, and the executive branch working together, those executive orders get written and no one does anything about them because they're all on the same side. Right. So right. 
you know, it's now do you have uh, and that can work to our benefit or it can work against us. Correct. So that's yes. It's one of the things that you can find. So I've listed them, you know, who these are, what they do. And so you can see that you think that Congress has a bigger impact in your life. You'll find out by looking at this that no. No, it's the agencies. The agencies have far more impact, impact in your on our day life. to day. Yes, and they do. It doesn't matter what it is. Everybody loves to have a villain. Yes. And one only has to, and I use that phrase, one, one only has to look at or listen to the narrative that comes out of the spokesperson or the other party about Republicans. And they use the term, those far right radical, name, name the invective after that. Right. That's the villain. Yeah, it is. And they want you to focus on somehow this group is doing something that yeah. takes something from you. And if I can get you afraid that I'm going to take your freedom, your liberty, or your property, the three things that we typically yes. in this country cherish, liberty, property, and freedom. Okay. It's freedom. Yeah. Right. And if we can take, they're, they're going to take something from you. What's your response generally? Oh, stop. No. And I'm going to vote against it yes. or I'm going to align myself with it. Right. But if we don't take the time to find out if that's actually a true statement or that's really kind of be happening. Yeah. So like we talked about earlier, if they say, I'm going to impeach this person, right? Well, what's likely that that's going to happen? Well, it's not. <laughs> not. Well, we, no, it's not. No, it's just to, to make them look good. Well, an impeachment was supposed to be something that was rare. Very. Yeah. Not, but not like, anymore. Not anymore. It's like, if I <laughs> now we hear it all the time. Can't get my way. I'm going to impeach you. And that shouldn't be anybody's position. No. I don't care what side you're on. No. Unless you've committed some sort of a, a crime that is at the level where this is supposed to be happening. Right. Uh, so it doesn't make anybody feel better who, if you, no matter what political. Well, it's way. to demean confidence. Yes. Well, and also um, you say, well, if you did it, I can do it. Well, okay. That's not necessarily the high no. road, but I get what no. they're doing. Tit for tat. Yeah. yeah. So if you can't get it done, well, then I gotta, we're going to have to fight the same way. And maybe you do. Maybe you have to say, oh, in California, boat harvesting is illegal. So let's figure out how to do it better. Well, how about let's come up with a better idea in, in, well, while we're doing this so we can set the, the rule and yes. make them abide by it and yes. have them to set the rules and we have to work with them. Like Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan. That was his mo yes. uh, motto. Or not motto, but that's, that's what just they, what he did. That was he his did. practice. He, said he, he made the rules and made them a Made, made them a plot. Yeah. And instead of trying to win by their rules and play by it. You know, he just made his own rules and he did. And he was very and when successful. he conquered, he, he just laid down his new rules and everybody had to apply. Right. And he, and his strategy was, he found a way to be, uh, to create a different, uh, an opportunity that most people weren't thinking about. So he thought outside the box. I'm not saying people are nice people or whatever. I'm just saying this is just a reality. Of Th history. That's just history. Okay. Yeah. We're so not he, saying that he's a great guy. Well, <laughs> he did. He did. He is historical and he yes. had his, that was what he did. That's what he did. So. Uh, but one of the things that he did use was fear. Oh, yes. So in the, in the battle or siege of Bahada, he made this move around through the desert. I think it's the Gobi Desert. And went, moved, marched his, half of his army around the other side where they didn't expect him to come. And then when he got there, they realized it was too late. They thought it was just traitors. Well, what they found out was it was a massive army of Genghis yes, Khan. Yes, because he didn't run up there, right? Oh, Isn't yeah. that the one where he just kind of moseyed in? Right, like he was coming and they found out that there was, and then they're at the gate. Yeah. And so everybody was afraid. And then what he did while he was there, I won't go into details, everybody understood 
when he was going because his next goal was the next city. I don't remember what the name of it was, but that next town city where he where the king lived, and that wasn't the king; it was the sultan. I think is what it was lived there, and they knew he's coming. Well, they fled because they already knew what he was doing. They already knew what he did, so he didn't have to fight the battle. And from what I've read, that was the tactic. Yeah, he didn't want to fight battles. He wanted, yeah. To, yeah, they wanted to just give up. Yeah, you know, like um, Roadrunner and. Um, Wiley Coyote, you yeah. know, like Wiley Coyote goes to Bugs Bunny and hands him a card and says, genius, yeah. just give up. Yeah. You know, right. <laughs> I'm so smart. You need right. to just give up right now. <laughs> so, you know, if you think about, as we're going to go through, you know, some of the things that uh, we've read and we're going to give links to, you know, if you read Machiavelli to Prince, it's not a, it's, it's just a strategy of this person. And I think it's in, from Florence writing to the Prince of how to, Use people and events. And manipulate it into manipulate your, to your advantage. Yeah. A lot of people call use the word. That's very Machiavellian of you because right. it's not. It's the darker side of of manipulation. <laughs> and so, if you look, negotiation. Right, so, if you you know, if, if if you read the book or you're familiar with it, you can look around and say, "Well, I see that happen." Oh yeah, we do. So we see that happen. So anyway, there's other books that I'm gonna list in here. You know, reading like Genghis Khan, the strategy, uh, uh, Miyamachi, Mio, 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 Taking up the word. Musashi, it, Miyamoto, uh, Miyamoto, that's Musashi. Hard. Yeah, yeah, hard to say those so, things. The books, The Five Rings, and then Sun Tzu's Art of War. Now you say, well, everybody reads those. Look up, think about what they're trying to get. They're trying to communicate, they being those books. And then ask yourself, am I seeing that in the way people are acting? Yeah, are those stuff? strategies being used today? Absolutely, they are. Fear, manipulation. Yes. You know, whatever. And mm-hmm. propaganda. Underhanded, you know, kind of going around the situation. Yeah. And so we're back to the beginning. So we're wrap this up. We're back at the beginning. Ask those questions. Why now? What's this for? What's the purpose? You know, what's the whole, what's the, what's going on? You yeah. know, why is this important what's the now? Emphasis now? So am I bringing something out that replaces something else? Cause I don't want you to stay, look here, look here. Cause I don't want you to pay attention to what's really going on. You know, I don't want you to see this Ponzi scheme. So I put you over here. Mm-hmm. So you focus on this. I don't want you to focus on the Ukrainian issue. Cause I want you over here. Right. You've, you, you've got you to ask these, yourself. Exactly. Exactly. And so next episodes, we're going to start going into this type of stuff. But I want, we want to remind everybody, it's time to, we should be asking the questions that no one's asking these people and standing up front and ask yourself, why aren't they asking these questions? Yes. And then those are the questions you want to find the answer to. And so do we. And so as we start to uncover things for ourselves, we're going to give you the things that we find. And that way you can follow along or if you want, provide us links to us so we can go and look ourselves. Yes. So until then, bless you. Well, that's a wrap. Thanks for joining and sticking with us today. Please subscribe to Karen's Rock Pile podcast. We're on most podcast sites, Spotify, Podbean, Apple, Google, Samsung. Also, our website and spotlight organization are in the podcast description. Please share it with your friends, family, or anyone you know. Join us next week. Until then, stand firm, be the light, and most importantly, pray. Blessings. Blessings.